Mother Angelica, founder of the Eternal Word Television Network, would often roam the labyrinth halls of the network's Alabama headquarters before a stroke left her debilitated. Michael Warsaw, now CEO of EWTN, remembers Mother Angelica would seek him out on Friday afternoons just to talk. I remember asking her one day, well, what do you think the legacy of EWTN will be? And, you know, she she didn't hesitate and said, well, the legacy is not what was done. It's not all the, the networks or the channels or this service or that service. The legacy is really how we've done what we've done, which is by relying completely and totally on God's providence for everything. That was her charism. That was that was her witness. You know, I've I've talked about her often as, you know, a witness to providence. You know, if John Paul II was the witness to hope, as George Weigel's biography calls him, I think Mother Angelica was the witness to providence. Her entire life and her life's work was about trusting in God and relying upon providence and letting that be a witness uh, to the world. And that's what we continue to do at EWTN today. The incomparable Mother Angelica. She broke the mold of Catholic teaching with her one-of-a-kind perspective. From her spunky spiritual growth talks to her eye-opening scripture study, a nun like none other. I intend to scare hell out of you. <laughs> EWTN is today the largest religious media network in the world. On August 15th of this year, EWTN celebrated the 40th anniversary of its on-air launch. It's hard to overstate just how miraculous and how unlikely EWTN's success has been. A cloistered nun from Canton, Ohio, who suffered from all kinds of medical ailments throughout her life, started broadcasting from her garage. Over the years, thanks to Mother Angelica's unwavering commitment to the task God had given her to bring the gospel to the masses, EWTN grew and grew. Today, Mother Angelica remains the only woman to found a major television network, and EWTN is available in literally hundreds of millions of homes worldwide. This week on the podcast, we want to share some stories of the miraculous things that came together to help EWTN succeed in those early years. We'll share those stories through the voices of some of EWTN's longest-serving employees, who worked alongside Mother Angelica and personally witnessed several things they would describe as miraculous. You're listening to CNA Newsroom, the podcast that brings you the people behind the headlines. I'm your host this week, Kate Oliveira. Mother Angelica was born Rita Rizzo in 1923. She grew up in a troubled family, and if you knew her as a kid, you might not have thought she'd ever be able to achieve much. But Rita's whole life changed when, in 1944, she entered the Poor Clares of Perpetual Adoration in Cleveland. When she was 21 years old, she took on the name that she would be known by for the rest of her life, Sister Mary Angelica of the Annunciation. Years later, Sister Angelica received permission from Rome to found a new monastery in Alabama. Mother Angelica was always a charismatic speaker, and she raised money for her order by traveling around giving talks. She first had the inspiration to start a media network after visiting a television station in Chicago. She realized it really doesn't take much 
to be able to broadcast to the masses. Lord, it doesn't take much to reach the masses, and it was a thought that just wouldn't leave her. This is Father Joseph Mary Wolf. He's EWTN's chaplain and was one of the first members of the Franciscan Missionaries of the Eternal Word. Mother Angelica founded the community in 1987. Mother Angelica began making programs for a local station in Birmingham. The station wanted some Catholic programming, and Mother Angelica was more than happy to test the waters. But she cut ties with the station over a program they aired that called into question the divinity of Christ. Mother insisted the station's manager avoid airing the program. He insisted. She said, well, I'm going to stop making my programs here. And he said, well, nobody's going to give you the good deal I give you. To which she responded, I don't need you. I only need God. (laughs) And so she came back and the garage became the studio. And this network is to defend that truth of the divinity of the word. And that's why it's called the Eternal Word Television Network. There were like 25 employees here. We're only on the air four hours a day. And um, it was fun because most of us were in our 20s. We were single. We'd play volleyball after working at the, uh, the network. And it wasn't quite as demanding as, you know, we, we know it is today because we're only on the air four hours a day. So uh, it was a happy time. It was a fun time in many ways. And uh, we were just following Mother Angelica's inspirations. EWTN was still a garage production when somebody approached Mother Angelica and told her that she needed to take her programming to the next level. It was time to get a satellite to broadcast through cable TV into homes across the country. And remember, this is the advent of satellite television. Ted Turner, you know, is beginning, you know, in these days, and and satellite television is just getting off the ground, cable television. Now, bear in mind, broadcasting to the world in the 1980s was nowhere near as easy as it is nowadays. There was no YouTube, no podcasts back then. Here's Michael Warsaw again. So she she asked this person, well, what do I need to do that? Well, first, she'd need a lawyer. Mother asked her nuns to bring her a list of attorneys in Washington, D.C. Because she thought that's where she needed to go to find her lawyer. Mother scanned the list and one name popped out at her, Bob Corazzini. She said, well, Bob's, a, Bob's a, an Italian. He's got to be a good guy. Uh, let me give Bob a call. So she phoned Bob at his Washington office. I'm Mother Angelica. I'm a cloistered nun in Birmingham, Alabama, and I want to start a full television and satellite programming network. They talked, and, and he said before he got off the phone with her, well, let me ask you, uh, how did you find me? And so she said she had picked him out of the yellow pages, essentially. And uh, he said, so you have no idea what kind of lawyer I am? She said, well, I didn't know there were different kinds. And he proceeded to explain that he was an FCC, a Federal Communications Commission lawyer, and that his practice was only in communications law. She had no idea that the guy she had picked out of the Yellow Pages was a, indeed, a communications lawyer. And not only that, Bob would be in Atlanta soon to visit another client, and he could come to Birmingham to meet with her in person. That other client was Ted Turner, you know, the guy who founded CNN. In God's providence, he directed Mother Angelica to pick a name out of the Yellow Pages, She picked because she thought he was Italian, so he had to be good. 
who turned out to be the lawyer for Ted Turner, who had helped Ted Turner in the founding of CNN and Turner Broadcasting System, who was a specialist in, in communications law. So Mother had a lawyer. The next step was securing a satellite dish. She called up a satellite equipment manufacturer and convinced them to sell her a satellite uplink antenna. She placed the order and planned to pay cash upon delivery. There was just one problem. She had no money, just a few hundred dollars in the bank, and her nuns and some sheep and goats wandering around the property in Irondale. And a satellite dish was no casual purchase. Mother would have to cough up the required $600,000 or else turn the workmen away. A few months passed, and the delivery date came closer and closer. She didn't have the money. She kept praying. They're wondering, is this really God's will? In fact, Sister Raphael, who was close to Mother, she said that Mother said that many times she put her hand on the telephone to cancel the order. <laughs> she had this um, she had this saying, you know, faith is one foot on the ground, one in the air, and a queasy feeling in your stomach. But she wouldn't, she didn't make that call. Finally, the delivery truck arrived. One of the sisters came to Mother and said, well, Angelica, there's a man here with your satellite dish. This is Peter Gagnon. He's vice president of programming and production. He's been at EWTN for 28 years. Mother went to meet the driver. The driver said, I've got your satellite dish. Uh, you'd need to have a check for me before I can offload it for you. And she said, well, come to the property, knowing that she didn't have the money. And so she, as she did in all things, when things got difficult, she went to the chapel and she went before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. And she said, you know, Lord, I, I guess I've messed this up. Maybe I didn't understand your will. I, I, I don't know. Is there, is there anything you can do to help me with this? And while she was praying, one of the other sisters came to her and said, Mother, there's someone on the phone for you. She said, this is not a good time. She said, no, Mother, you really need to come talk to this man. This man explained that he was calling her from his yacht in the Caribbean and that uh, because of one of her mini books that she had written several years before that had gotten into the hands of his son who was who had a terrible drug addiction, that mini book was part of the catalyst for his son going to rehab and, and getting his life together and really saving his life. I'd like to send you some money. She said, really, how much? $600,000, the exact amount that she needed for the dish. And so Mother Angelica, being mother, you know, didn't miss a beat and just said, do you think you could wire transfer that to me? She said, um, can I have it by noon? <laughs> and he says, well, why do you need it by noon? And so she tells him the story and Deacon Bill told me, Bill Staltemeyer served as president of EWTN for many years. Deacon Bill told me he could hear him laughing, you know, through the receiver and the telephone across the room. He was laughing so loud and he said, yes, mother, I will wire it and you'll have it by noon. Yeah, I don't know if you can get any more miraculous than that for the, for the starting of EWTN's launch. Mother gave a check to the delivery man, and he offloaded the satellite antenna. You know, as I'm looking out the window of my office here in Irondale, I'm looking at that satellite dish, which for all these 40 years uh, has remained uh, the principal uplink antenna for EWTN to reach the world. Michael also remembers when he and Mother Angelica had been working to take EWTN's television services international. We knew what we needed to do and what what it was going to require. And of course, we, we had no money at the time to be able to do that. 
which rarely stopped Mother Angelica from moving forward. I was walking her back to the monastery and at the end of the day, and we stopped and looked out the window and saw the satellite dishes out back. And, and she said, you know, sweetheart, let me, let me ask you something. When your wife wants something and she keeps asking you and kind of nagging you for it, do you eventually give in and go along? And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely, mother. What, you know, every husband does that. And she said, well, good, because I keep nagging the Lord to provide us what we need to get this project done. And I figure if I keep after him, sooner or later, he's going to he's going to give in. The two laughed and parted ways. A few days later, Michael was in a meeting in Atlanta when he received a phone call. It was Mother Angelica. He was certain it couldn't be good news. She said, well, sweetheart, are you sitting down? And it was not, you generally never a good thing if Mother said, are you sitting down? So she proceeded to tell me that the night before she had done her live show here at the studio and she was very tired from all the meetings that we had had that day. And when she got back up to the monastery at the end of the show, there was a message from uh, a woman uh, to give her a call because she and her husband wanted to do something for her. And she was so tired and she initially said, I'll just have to return the call tomorrow. And she started back to her cell in the monastery and she realized, no, I need to call them now. The woman explained that she and her husband had been watching EWTN for years now, but they had never made any donations. They were going to send Mother a check for $1 million. And the next day, they would send another check for another $1 million. The $2 million that we needed in order to go ahead and launch the international television channels and to make that happen. Again, just God's providence at work and mother's trust. And those are great lessons for me, you know, earlier in my tenure, you know, working with her, you know, I wasn't here at the founding of EWTM, but I was here for the last 30 years and all of that time with her and to be able to kind of see for myself and witness for myself, her trust, but how, how God would always deliver for her and deliver for the network and, and, and the miracles then that have happened, you know, as a result of that. We'll have more stories about Mother Angelica and the early days of EWTN after this short break. Stay with us. Hi guys, Kate here. And Jonah. Do you ever think to yourself, man, I love the stories I hear every week on CNA Newsroom, but sometimes I wish I knew more about what's happening in the church on a daily basis. It's okay if you've thought that. You won't hurt our feelings. Well, Catholic News Agency now offers a daily audio news update made especially for your smart speaker. It's called Catholic News, and it's available right now on Amazon Alexa and Google Home. You can listen every day on your favorite podcast app, too, if that's how you roll. Okay, here's how it works. On Google Home, all you have to do is walk up to your speaker and say, Hey Google, play Catholic News. Here's the latest news. If you have an Alexa, it's pretty much the same. Just say, Alexa, open Catholic News. Welcome back to the latest news from Catholic News Agency. You can also search for Catholic News in the Alexa Skills Store, Enable the skill on your app, and then ask Alexa to play your flash briefing. Check out our show notes for more information. And now, back to the episode. 
In those early days, EWTN was on air for only four hours a day. They shared a satellite with Reuters News Service. Here again is Father Joseph, who was an engineer at EWTN at the time. So they had the satellite transponder channel during the day, and then we would go up at the end of the day for four hours. So we would have to call Hughes Satellite. We'd put up our carrier signal, and they would say, okay, tweak it this way or that way so we're not stepping on somebody else's signal. And uh, we'd have to do that every night. Father Joseph believes one defining moment in EWTN's early success came in 1987 when EWTN made the switch from four hours of programming to 24 hours of programming. St. John Paul II was visiting the United States at the time. Mother calls us in. She says, we're going to cover the Pope's visit in its entirety, and we're going to go 24 hours a day. Well, Mother, we don't have enough programming to cover 24 hours. She said, well, we'll just repeat it, you know, until we can build more programs and we can get more programs and develop that. So Mother never had to have, you know, just everything perfect, you know, before you took the next step. You go forward and then um, you trust in God's providence for things to progress. And the fact that we covered Pope John Paul II increased the number of cable systems that picked us up for that visit and kept us on. And I think EWTN really helped his message to get out to the world. EWTN also has an extensive radio presence. Today, about 85% of Catholic radio stations in the United States are EWTN affiliates. Father Joseph said Mother Angelica was initially interested in basing EWTN radio in Rome. Because she thought, this is a place where we can get all the languages of the world. Because you have people, nuns and religious and lay people who are studying there in Rome, uh, of all the countries of the world, practically. The project was met with a lot of resistance. So Mother Angelica moved the project back to her home base in Birmingham. Mother was searching for a location to install shortwave antennas. She drove to the top of a mountain in St. Clair County, about 45 minutes from EWTN's headquarters. Mother said she would build on that mountain. The only problem? Shortwave has to be in a valley. The engineers who were with Mother told her it wouldn't work. Here's Peter again. She said, no, it's going to be here. And they said, no, it can't be here, Mother. And she said, well, do you see St. Michael? And they said, no. She goes, well, I do. So that's where we're going to put it here. The mountain ended up being the perfect location for shortwave radio because of the iron content in the soil. Mother Angelica launched EWTN radio in 1992. Though Mother Angelica is remembered for her boldness, her fierce defense of her Catholic faith, and her commitment to God's plan, She actually spent many years of her life battling physical ailments that would eventually leave her bedridden. She did have chronic pain in that time, the early days, but you never really knew it. She had braces on her legs, but she was always a very cheerful soul. You know, it's said those who are successful leaders and managers, they have a passion about what they're doing, and they have fun doing it. And so everybody else wants to go along for the ride. (laughs) And and I think that describes Mother Angelica well, that she loved the Lord with all of her heart. She wanted to make him known and loved through the network. But you had fun doing it. There was always laughter going on around Mother. In 2001, Mother Angelica had a small stroke, 
and had to wear a patch over one eye for a time because the left side of her face had fallen. Father Joseph remembers visiting mother in the hospital. So she says, yep, they're going to say, you know what, we're right. She really is a pirate. (laughs) So she made a joke about it. And she gave a lot of courage to people, maybe who have some deformity or stroke or something. And she was on the live show. She was slurring her words a little bit. And yet it gave so many people courage. You need courage to stand up and be Christian and stand up and be a real Catholic, not a divided Catholic, not one who lives by half-truths or preaches lies. Follow the church. The pirate nun played a pivotal role in the lives of countless people. If you remember Paul Darrow from our episode for Pride Month, Paul converted to Catholicism and away from his active gay lifestyle because of the pirate nun he saw by chance on television. One of Peter's personal favorite stories from his time at EWTN actually involves the leg braces Mother Angelica wore for a time. An Italian mystic paid a visit to EWTN and asked to pray over Mother Angelica. She met in her office and prayed over her and asked her to stand up without her braces. And Mother felt a warm sensation throughout her legs. And she was healed. And for thus employees, the, um, there weren't as many as we have today, but a call came out first thing the following morning. That was on Thursday. I think it was Friday morning. Mother wanted to meet the employees outside the gate of her community. The group of us were standing out there waiting, and all of a sudden we see Mother walk out. And it was very clear because every time we saw her, whenever we were with her, she always had her braces and her and her canes to help her walk her. And she was walking freely, and we were all just, I think our jaws all dropped. And it was just great. And she was turning around and and just shuffling back and forth without any problems. And it was really a beautiful thing. And we were just all, all very excited and thankful and giving her hugs. And it was that was a beautiful day. I can tell you, over the years that I've been here now, these 30 plus years, those kinds of stories repeat themselves time and time again. I think it's very, very important to continue telling those stories, not not just because they're really entertaining stories, but because I think they're important in conveying mother's charism and really conveying the charism of EWTN. Mother Angelica said to me one time that the Lord taught her one lesson, she said, her whole life long, and that was to trust Him more. Trust Him more. And so she had to trust Him when, with a broken back and pain, she made a vow to build a monastery in the South. And so she had to come down and trust in God's providence here. And then she had to trust Him more when She was inspired to start the TV network, and then more with the shortwave radio, and then more the Shrine of the Blessed Sacrament, and then more when she has this debilitating stroke and she's bedridden the last eight years of her life. God had transformed her so so much, and there was just a beauty in, in her soul. So I think Mother, one day, will be the patron saint of trust and providence <laughs> because she has had, a, had to trust a lot in God's providence, and we all do. 
This year, in honor of its 40th anniversary, EWTN presented its first annual Mother Angelica Award to Archbishop Charles Chapu, the retired Archbishop of Philadelphia. The award recognizes extraordinary efforts to advance the new evangelization. In accepting the award, Archbishop Chapu said this. I think it's important for us to maintain a sense of adventure about the faith that God has given us a, a difficult world, which should make the business of evangelization more exciting rather than less exciting. But we can't do it the old way. We have to do it new ways. We have to be creative and, uh, and try to really respond to the world as it is rather than what we would hope it to be. Mother Angelica's journey of founding one of the world's biggest television networks, trusting in God's providence even in the face of unlikely odds, certainly qualifies as an adventure. Newsroom is a production of Catholic News Agency, a service of EWTN News. My name is Kate Oliveira, and I was your host this week. I produce and edit the show with the help of our other producer, Jonah McKeown. A very special thanks this week to Michael Warsaw, Father Joseph Mary, and Peter Gagnon for sharing their stories of Mother Angelica with us. If you like listening to CNA Newsroom, please leave us a rating and a review. That will help other listeners find our show. See you next week.